Welcome to the Mind Babe podcast. I'm your host, Evie, and on this podcast, we talk everything mindset and manifestation so you can create a life you love. So if you're an open-minded spiritual babe who is interested in joyfully manifesting the life of your dreams while discovering and honoring your true self, welcome. And let's dive into today's episode. Hello, beautiful, and welcome to the very first episode of the Mind Babe podcast. I'm so excited to finally be recording my podcast because I've been wanting to do this in like forever, but there was always something coming up and I had some limiting beliefs that were holding me back, which I have now shifted and I'm actually doing the thing. Talking about limiting beliefs, on this podcast, we'll be, we'll be talking a lot about this as it is a key component in manifesting your desires. Your beliefs are created in your mind, hence the name of this podcast, Mind Babe. The babe just refers to me as I am a woman, a babe. So that's that on how the Mind Babe podcast name came to be. So going back on limiting beliefs, I had a lot of them in the past and it led me to not really living my best lives from my early ages up to, I would say, being 25 years old. In my mid-twenties, I started doing like a lot of inner work on my mindset that led me to where I am today. So let's start from the very, very beginning. I was born in the 1990s, the year 1991 to be exact, in Kortrijk, Belgium. So if you hear an accent, that's why. I was born and raised in Belgium. I grew up together with my older sister in a quite normal household. I mean, the material aspect I had never had any necessity, there was always food on the table and I grew up in a warm house in the sense that there was heating in the winter and warm running water, like all the basics were covered. There, I was like living in a three bedroom house and we had a yard we could play in. Like my parents really made sure that they had all the basics covered. So to this day, I'm still very grateful they provided me that and that I got to experience that in my childhood. The town I grew up in, it wasn't really that big and everyone pretty knew, everyone pretty much knew everyone. But even though our family looked good on the outside, inside our house, there weren't, we weren't always like a happy family. The relationship between my mom and my dad was very dysfunctional and it's something that had a huge impact on me as a child. I'm not gonna go into detail about my mom and my dad's relationship because it involves some more people than just me but it's an essential part of my story just like everyone's childhood is influenced or it has influenced a big part of their life so I will, I will try and keep it general so you get an idea of where I'm coming from so growing up as a child I witnessed a lot of discussions between my mom and my dad and I would often hear them shouting at each other while I was from ages 6 to 18 upstairs in my bedroom just covering my ears because they would go like really loud at each other and they often had fights about me and my sister on the parenting side. My mom is a person who always wanted to give like the best experience to me and my sister and she didn't want us to have like any necessity as a child. We didn't have any necessity but she just wanted to give like some more extra things just like most parents do, they want like the best for their kids. So I understood that part when I became a mom myself. But my dad, who also wanted the best for us in a way, didn't share the same perspective as my mom. And my dad kind of wanted us to learn lessons through suffering. 
because that was how he grew up, while my mom wanted to prevent us from any suffering at all. So you can imagine the conflict they had, like often trying to raise two daughters, because all of the fights and the conflict that I, that I saw at home, I couldn't focus in school, and I often had like really bad grades, and I didn't like school very much, and I was a very shy child. I just wanted to be invisible and escape in like my dream world. That was also what my teachers would say to my parents, that I was daydreaming too much instead of paying attention in the classroom. To me, the world at that time seemed like a very scary place. I felt like I didn't want to say anything out of fear that people would laugh at me or I would say something wrong that would offend someone and it would create conflict and like the shouting. So I wanted to avoid conflict or interaction with people as much as possible because I already had conflict that I witnessed enough at home. So then after that, entering my teenage years, I just went to high school where I wanted to become an esthetician or like a beauty specialist. I don't know the exact word, <laughs> how to say it in English, but it's like where, where you're like doing facials and all the things. Um, just to help out my sister later because she had already graduated and she had her own hair salon. She was five years older than me. And so she started her own hair salon. My, my parents also helped with the funding. So she created her own business. And I always like really looked up to her because I always felt like she was making it. And I always felt like I was left behind because I always ha was the one with bad craze. And yeah, I always felt like a black sheep in my family. And during the weekends, I would just go out and help her because not because I wanted it, but because I was cheap labor and my dad was very high on working hard. So he always told me like, you have to work hard for money. And that's what I did because that's what he knew and because that's what he did as well. So there I was 16 years old studying something that did really interest me, like the, the beauty school. It was fun because then when you're like 16 years old and you're a girl, you get into all these new things of like makeup and doing your hair. It's very like outer world oriented. Um, so I did, I, it interested me in a way, but I knew to the core that that was not something that I was going to do the rest of my life. And also going to a school that was filled with girls was just brutal. When I think of my high school years, all I see is drama and some girl that said something wrong to another girl that has caused like the whole classroom to be against the girl that said something wrong. Like you've seen the movie Mean Girls. Yeah, that was kind of the vibe. And so as I'm saying this, I can see a lot of repeating patterns that cause me to just say nothing or just go into full on defensive mode for the sake of protecting myself and not being eaten by lions because that's how I felt at the time. I was either being bullied or I was a bully. So any of my former high school friends or enemies listening right now, I apologize for what I said when I was hurting because hurt people hurt people. So anyways, I had a lot of drama at home and now I also had a lot of drama at school, which caused me to isolate myself in my bedroom. I didn't really felt safe most of the time. I was depressed. I just felt miserable. And even though I felt like that most of the time, something deep inside me told me like I was meant for more. 
So after dropping out of high school, I started working full-time at my sister's hair salon because I had such low self-esteem that I didn't believe that I would be able to do anything other than just work at my sister's hair salon and I needed to make money because that's what everyone did. They went out to work to make money to pay for the bills, but I was still living at home, but I still have to pay some of the things that I was also using. Like I would have to pay my mom a certain amount of money so I could live in the home and then everything else was for me. My parents didn't want me to get like a high school diploma. I, I dropped out of high school. I think I didn't mention that earlier. So I dropped out of high school and they wanted me to get like a high school diploma. So I was combining working at my sister's salon with kind of like a school for adults where you would go and graduate and get a diploma. So there was a little less drama in this adult school when I graduated then with a diploma that would allow me to work as a secretary or an assistant. So since, since I had that diploma, I was like, maybe I can go to college and study something that will allow me to make more money. Because again, that's what I was told. Either you work hard for money or you study hard and get a bachelor's degree and then you land into a job that pays more. I know now that that's not true, but at the time, those were the only options I had. So stay at the hair salon or go to college. I've tried the hair salon. I didn't like it. So I decided to go to college. I would be the first one of my family to actually go to college. And if I pulled through, I would be the first one to have like a college degree. So no one in my environment really believed I would be able to finish it. And guess what happened? I dropped out again out of school. Now I finished my high school, but I dropped out of college. And so when, when that was like a confirmation of what everyone believed about me, my self-esteem was just buried in the ground. Here I was, 25 years old, living at my parents' house, stuck in a job that I didn't like, broke AF, no one that truly loved me, and my future just didn't seem that bright. And then one day, this movie, the Secret showed up on my Netflix um, front page as like a suggestion. And if you haven't seen the movie this, The Secret, I highly recommend it. It's a great introduction to the law of attraction. So I started learning about the law of attraction, bought all the books from Rhonda Byrne and started doing some of the manifestation practices. I remember I started making like gratitude lists and then created a vision board. And for the vision board, I had one giant green paper that I bought from like a Michaels, but then in Belgium, like a paper store. And I stuck it on the back of my bedroom door and I stuck some pictures on top of it, like all the things that I felt were missing in my life at that time. So I had pictures of a couple with a little girl walking by the beach because I really wanted to have my own family. I grew up in like a family with a lot of conflict and I wanted to create my own family where I could break those patterns. And then I also had a wedding cake on it and then pictures of tropical destinations. Like I'm a, I'm like a person that loves palm trees, beach, um, all of those tropical things. Um, and then also some wedding rings. Like I really wanted to find someone that truly deeply loved me and that I could create my own family. That was something that really to the core was what I wanted. And so I created that vision board and then I just didn't think much of it anymore. And then I just kept working at my sister's hair salon um, after I dropped out of college because 
yeah, it was an easy job to get and I got paid and I got a job like my parents told me to have. And then all of a sudden, I, 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 I was on the internet just trying to find someone to talk to. That's what you did back in 2015, I think. Yeah. And then I actually met my now husband. We started talking and then he, I decided to go overseas, get all crazy. My parents freaked out when I told them that I was going to go and meet some random guy. He was not random. We talked for like two years before I went to meet him. And I was sure that he wasn't a catfish. And I just went overseas. And then I just met him and we really hit it off. So I stayed with him for one month. He was still in college studying to be a chiropractor. And then I had to go back to Belgium because my visa would expire. Then once I came back home, I realized that I've had outgrown this place and I just wanted to go back to Florida and build my life over there. So one month later, after being back in Belgium, I flew back to the US and another two months later, I married him. We got married in Miami. It was like a really beautiful ceremony. And the next month I got pregnant with our daughter. Like everything changed so fast and I was open to like a new whole, whole new world of magic. I was really in cloud nine because in the past I would always date boyfriends who weren't treating me right and they were emotionally kind of unavailable. I even got into a relationship one time where I got physically attacked and when I broke that relationship, I made the decision that the next person I would open up to would have to respect me. I wasn't going to take any more disrespect and I was going to settle I wasn't going to settle for anything less than my new standards. And I truly believe that by me making that decision on such a deep level, it opened up the possibility to attract the person that I wanted. Because we always attract what we're willing to accept, right? So when I got pregnant with my daughter, Olivia, I kind of panicked because I didn't really think things through. Like I was there at home by myself and I felt alone. And then I was like, why don't I get pregnant? So I have like a baby that I can spend time with instead of being by myself here at home because I didn't have a job because I didn't have like a green card and I wasn't allowed to work in the US because yeah I didn't have the green card and I was in a position where I didn't have health insurance and I had to give birth at some point and it could get very pricey because giving birth in the US is a lot more expensive than in Belgium if you don't have health insurance like I think in any place where you don't have health insurance it's kind of expensive to get into a hospital and give birth um, I don't know the prices around the world, but anyway. So to make a long story short, I decided to go back to Belgium to give birth to my daughter there. My parents had divorced and I was able to stay with my mom while being pregnant and get back to work at my sister's hair salon. Once my husband graduated, he just flew back to Belgium and we decided to settle here. Like right now here, I am in Belgium. Because here he could also work as a chiropractor and, but now I find myself in a situation where we were broke, living at my mom's house, back working at my sister's hair salon. The only thing that has changed was that I was pregnant and I had a wonderful husband and I didn't have to witness any more fights between my mom and my dad because they were divorced. Still, I never imagined that I would be in the situation expecting a baby, but that's what happened. Then my husband, who is super responsible, started working as a chiropractor door to door with his chiropractic table and started making some income. 
And then we decided to rent like a little apartment now that we had kind of our own income. And we also had to live off welfare because I didn't have an income. And after I gave birth to my daughter, I was breastfeeding and I didn't want to because my my sister wouldn't allow me to pump during the time that I was working. Um, yeah, that was a whole thing that we couldn't agree on. Like I was very, I'm a very motherly type and I wanted to breastfeed so bad. And if she told me like, you cannot pump, like I've raised my standard, right? Like I, I said like, this is what I want. I'm not settling for less. So I was, ma- I was willing to make the sacrifice not to work for me to be able to breastfeed my baby so I had to quit my job and my husband stepped up and he was making some money by going door to door and we also combined it with some welfare that we got because I was just going back to Belgium I hadn't worked in a while and so the only thing that was available was like welfare some money that we got from the government and then we could add it like some money from my husband that he was making from going door to door and treating some patients. And then at some point he decided to go on the internet and find another job. And then he found an opportunity in Germany. So then we decided to just go and move two hours away from the city that we were in. We were living in that small apartment at that time. I just gave birth to my baby. And so we moved two hours away And I was able to stay home with my newborn for the first year. I loved the newborn stage and I was so grateful that I could take care of her and didn't have to put her in a daycare whilst while she was like still so small. And then at some point my husband said, why don't we open our own clinic in the area where we lived? And I was hesitant at first because I didn't have too much confidence in myself, but I knew that he could do it because he was so like so driven and so confident but it felt like that was the next right move like deep down I knew that was what we needed to do and it was because our first year we were able to double our income and it gave us a lot of room financially and so I was working as a secretary which I actually had a degree from from high school surprise surprise nothing in the universe or nothing in life is coincidental So I was seeing a lot of people in our business who were struggling with so many different situations in their life. Like they had a lot of back pains. That's why they go to a chiropractor. But I also saw like they had a lot of physical symptoms coming from stress that they had. Or I just saw that they didn't understand the power of their mind. And they would be able like to create such a whole other life for themselves. But they didn't really see it. And when I started talking about it, I knew that a lot of people are closed off to it. And it really paid me to see so much potential in people, but them not seeing it for themselves. And so I went to look up how I could help these people and I landed into mindset and manifestation coaching, which brings us to today, where I'm creating as much content as possible to teach women to create a life of freedom, a life that they loved. To make them see anything is possible no matter where you start. I truly found a passion in mindset work because once I learned about how the mind works and the quantum physics behind manifestation, I realized that there aren't any limitations. Like it's time to break free from the stories that we tell ourselves and the limiting beliefs that are stopping us from manifesting what we truly desire. So that is my story and that is my mission. 
I really want to empower other people and make them realize that there's so much more. You don't have to settle for what you're, where you're at right now. There's a whole new world that is ready to explore if you're ready to open up to it. So yeah, that was my story. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And feel free to take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram story and tag me at mybabe.co. I can't wait to connect with you. So for now, goodbye, and I will see you in the next episode.